This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get to an NFL blue. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. Well, speaking of Lamar, um... You know, Patrick Mahomes was talking about Travis Kelsey. Did you see Kelsey yesterday, by the way? Do you guys realize he got thrown the ball 11 times and he caught 11 balls? He didn't right. miss yesterday. And, and I got to tell you, the, the, the plan that the Ravens had was mm. Kyle Hamilton, their all-pro safety, by the way, was going to be a guy that was going to help defend Travis Kelsey all day long. He ate his lunch. Right. He made every play yesterday. And Mahomes dropped that touchdown. How about that throw on oh, the touchdown? Man? Crazy, Mike. Here's Mahomes talking about uh, Travis Kelsey and his leadership. Yeah, he's one of those guys that he, he loves the challenge. I mean, all week, I mean, rightfully so, we heard about how great their defense was. Um, and they were. I mean, they shut us out in the second half. Um, but for Travis, that's like, all right, what, what can I do against this great defense? I mean, so he, he has that mindset. and He led us like that. Every single practice, every single walkthrough, he was focused in. He was locked in, bringing energy. And it makes my job a lot easier when you have a guy that's in that room, that tight end room, that receiving room, and he can lead those young guys and show them how we do and, and uh, lead us uh, to AFC Championship. See, this is why it falls on Lamar. You just heard Patrick Mahomes, Mike, say they shut us out in the second half. Right. Give me some offense. And I know Patrick's not going to call out Andy Reid, but I think they went to a bit of a shell because, you know, as Randy Max said at the handoff, they didn't really need to do much more because Lamar and the Ravens couldn't do anything. Go back and look. Guys, I, I look, look at the numbers. You got punt, 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 fumble, punt, field goal. You know what I mean? That's after the after the touchdown on the second possession. They didn't do anything in the second half, and I, I get it. You know the uh, the fumble, the Zay Flowers. You, that's not going to be on uh, on on your quarterback. But man, and by the way, have you ever seen like touchbacks have more influence on playoff games? <laughs> Think about like we saw it with McCall Harbin. We yeah. saw I mean, we just seen a, a, just a, a rash of them from the end of the regular season in the playoffs. We have uh, the Zay Flowers play hmm. uh, again. That's not on Lamar. He completes the pass, but then Zay fumbles. It's just those moments, man. They absolutely set you back. Let me hear Brock Purdy or check that Kyle Shanahan talking about Brock Purdy because he was a dude in the second half. I thought it was the difference between winning and losing. Um, he made some big plays with his legs, getting out of the pocket, moving the chains in some first downs, getting some explosives. Uh, he competed his ass off today and it wasn't easy for any of us, but uh, he kept grinding and uh, was unbelievable there in the second half. Now, look, I, I think all these guys are different. Hmm. But Kyle Shanahan is about, he took Matt Ryan to the Super Bowl. Yep. He took Jimmy Garoppolo to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and now he's taking Brock Purdy Mr. to the Super Bowl. Mr. Irrelevant. Mike, I mean, all these guys are different. 
They're all, you listen, Matt is a Hall of Famer. Brock's a long way away from it. Garoppolo, not even close. But he's taking all these different guys with different skill sets completely to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and let's be honest, Garoppolo, you go, Ugh. I mean, hell, this guy's having, you know, certainly in the mix for an MVP conversation, if not, you know, top three. But you got a guy that nobody respects, certainly nobody who's talking for a living about sports on television respects your quarterback <laughs> in Brock Purdy. You know, so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting in Vegas, going to be bananas. But I just think, you know, how many chances are you going to have at this? If you're Shanahan, you got to grab the brass ring. Got to get one. You know? And then, you know, you look at, we said this earlier, the Chiefs were as dysfunctional a Chiefs team as you could ever see. You know, uh, Patrick Mahomes was crying to Josh Allen about the offsides call. You know, the way they were dropping passes all over the place down the stretch. And all of a sudden, boom, it's like they're in the character. Yeah. Right? They throw a switch. And now these guys make, now they make the plays. It's crazy. Hey, NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Eagles hire Kellen Moore, Mike, former Cowboys OC, right? Then he went to the Chargers. Got screwed because Brandon Staley didn't know how to run a ship. And mm-hmm. then now he is going to be the new OC for the Eagles. Does he fit? And does he fix Jalen Hurts in that offense for the Eagles? What do you think of his work with Dak Prescott? I thought it was good. Yeah, I mean, I think some of the things do apply there. He's still a relatively young guy. He's only 35, is Kellen Moore. So, you know, and some people in St. Philly are saying, yeah, position this guy to get rid of, <laughs> get rid Sirianni. of Sirianni. But, yeah, first things first, just, you know, find – I thought down the stretch, especially when they were, like, losing those games at the Giants and, and, and the playoff game against Tampa Bay, there was nothing underneath. There was nothing intermediate. It's almost like it was everybody go along. You know, it's like they panicked, and I think you can find the happy medium, and you've got the athletes, you've got the receivers and the running backs. Falcons hire Zach Robinson as their OC, and if you are wondering, we will hear from our new head coach and Raheem Morris next Monday. The official press conference will happen. Of course, we'll be there 92-9 the game, your home for Atlanta Falcon football, but uh, we don't know the time and all that, but we will certainly be there and bringing you all of the latest. Mike, um, also the Bears hire Eric Robinson as their new D.C. Um, he was a guy, this was announced Saturday, he's, he's filling that, that vacancy that was created by Alan Williams, who resigned ahead of week two last year. It was just weird. So Eberflus, who mm-hmm. re- maintained his job, bringing in a new defensive coordinator. Eberflus took over the defensive call, play calling during the season. Right. But um, so now they have a guy that they can say, hey, this is our, this is our D.C. I thought that defense got better, but you said it. It's really about what they're going to do in this draft that – the, that's what everybody is mm. wondering. And if, in fact, they're going to draft Caleb Williams or on the quarterback, I don't know if it'll be Caleb, whoever, then how does that happen and what is the package they, they receive in return, okay? It depends on how, how far down. For, for the, Justin. Right, how far down are you coming up to get there, right? I mean, that's, this is where, you know, you begin to say, who's got the better picks? Who's all, now, here's the other thing. Who else in the top ten, just for argument's sake, is in on Justin Fields? Maybe every general manager says, I've seen enough of Fields, and you guys in Atlanta are too close, close to it. it. Yeah, And yeah. this dude's already shown you he's too inconsistent. Because after he smoked us, he went right back to the bad fields the final week of the season. So, and, and where, what is he? Now, in his defense, I'll use the old Baker argument that Squid used to yell at us about, you coaches and turnover. You know, we had Matt Nagy, then they had a, a nitwit who's never even been an OC in the NFL before. So, you get, a, you get the right guy. Now, coming off, let me ask you this. Coming off what you saw with the Rams, isn't Kirk Cousins perhaps a better fit for Zach Robinson than a dual threat guy? Probably. That's that's part Probably. of it. Right. Yeah. Part of it. Or uh, or Michael Penix is a better fit. You know, if you stand pat at eight or try to move down and still pull off a Penix trade. Uh, a Penix uh, draft. That's what we've got to fit. 
That's what they've got to figure out. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> okay, Monday at Mercedes-Benz, we will not get these answers because they're not going to tell you what the plan. No one, nobody goes out there and says, okay, media, let me tell you exactly how we're going to try to accomplish these things so every team out there knows exactly what I'm no. We're not going to get that. We're going to get the broad strokes about what the offensive direction is going to be. Yeah. But until you get the quarterback, it's kind of a moot point. Uh, by the way, the 49ers opened as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, but then it dropped to one-and-a-half. And I wish I would have saw that <laughs> because, mm. again, I just – I'm like – I'm in this Mahomes zone right now, uh, and I'm like – I just mm. – from a, just a betting standpoint, if you're right. just talking simply betting, it's not to say that the 49ers won't win the game, but that's like yesterday – they went into to, to Baltimore a four four and a half point dog. Right, come on. Yeah, and the other thing we like we gave you consumer news you could use on Friday. That's why we jumped on. We I think we all went undefeated, right, Chris? Because we all I think we got it all right. I had the over on the 49ers. You and I both took the uh, the, the Lions and the Chefs. We got that uh, the cover from the from the Lions late. Thank you. But the story that drove me nuts, and I thought the officiating in the Ravens game was terrible. The the official and that's Sean Smith. Home teams win 55.4% of games across the last three years. But when Smith's the referee, that goes down to 40.8%. Not 48, 40%. 15% off the win percentage for most home teams when he's officiating. That's weird, man. They, I mean, the, the, I mean, I thought the Chiefs got away with some, some tackles at the line of scrimmage, and I thought some of the uh, the no calls on pass interference were just criminal at times. Yeah, that that, and it was a chippy game, right? It, it started out that way. It was chippy, and then you know, once the Chiefs jumped on these guys, the crowd kind of got taken out of it. But yeah, it, it, that is a weird statistic. And by the way, I, I get it. You can't stand over a guy and go blank my blank, but. Taunting in a playoff championship game? Come on, let that go. Yeah, these are all grown men. Later on, he can clean his clock if he didn't like what the guy was saying, standing over him. Yeah. I, I, thought, I think there's no place for that kind of. Yeah, some guys go. Well, it's sports, sports. It's a championship game with modern day gladiators. Let the guys do their job, man. Was he standing over him though? What is like his? <laughs> His balls and no, he's, he's, like, he's like, looking up at them. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the thing. You got to be careful about that part of it. You know what I mean? It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order. Order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.